It is January 9th of 2022, and this is episode 15 of Misinformed Nation. Joining us today, we got the King of Kent, the Gwiff himself from AI.Cooking. 2022, baby! Oh yeah, it is. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! And I feel like we just had some good old times. It's Sir Spencer, the Wolf of KC, from Bowl After Bowl. How you doing, fellas? Doing well, and I am Booberry, the Black Knight of the Mothman. Happy. And how uh, we doing? Doing well. It's the first misinformed of 2022. Look at that. All right. Two Staying plus two on plus it. two equals six, guys. <laughs> oh shit. Six, six, six. Well, what? the is it? Oh no. So the person that originally sent out the bat signal for this episode was Sir Sir Seat Sitter. Uh, he was hoping to do an episode today, uh, but then he forgot that his wife's birthday was today, so he had to go what? take care of more important matters. Uh, so we want to wish a very happy birthday to Mrs. S- Mrs. Seat Sitter. M- M- Mrs. S- yeah. Yeah. Sitter Seat. <laughs> yes. Happy birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. Yeah. But he has sent us a uh, a lovely little gift package of clipsies. Yes. To, uh, with his little self-commentary, which will be sort of quite nice because we get to listen to a clip of a guy talking about a clip in a, in a clip. <laughs> Very meta, even for us. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Pushing that envelope, always. Uh, uh, thank you all. So we're sticking to the format that we were uh, trying last week. We're only going to be discussing one show. There's only one episode of this show that we listened to. Um, this show is Union of the Unwanted, episode 40, the, that featured uh, Dr. Peter McCullough. And others. And, oh, yeah. Whole, <laughs> a whole... It's like 18 people on this people. episode, wasn't there? Uh, only. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real circle jerk of a podcast. Um, let me... Uh, okay, so have you, were y'all uh, listeners of this show before we set together for this episode no sir no i stand i stand firm in the uh i didn't even know this existed camp oh wow gotcha yeah same yeah i mean i'm a busy busy boy don't get much time getting out there having a look what's about just just recommendations from you like that's why i do this show so i get good recommendations obviously it's a a purely um self-serving purpose doing this I only have. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> I'm only I'm just here to farming gain. you. I'm like the, I'm like the, you know, the the, the podcast farmer. We can do that. Yeah, and and boobs, you are like the, uh, podcyclopedia. I am the rain Ooh. man of podcasting. Yes, podypedia, <laughs> podypedia, podpedia. There you go. <laughs> That's an idea. <laughs> I like that. Um, so, I don't know if that's going to go over well. So I'm, I'm familiar with this show. Uh, I've not listened to every single one of them, but I don't know. I've got maybe five or six of them. It's, uh, yeah. I don't see Should what... we int- introduce it? It's like a, an amalgamation of different podcasters, a, a bit like this, really. It is the round table of podcasts for conspiracy-related productions. Uh, it's one Again, massive the title. The title is the Union of the Unwanted. Correct. 
Union who are they unwanted by? Who's not wanting this lot? I want them. I want <laughs> them so much. So bad. I actually, uh, Dean Reiner, he was telling me a story. I guess he'd been on it once. <laughs> And then they didn't want him back. He was like, well, how does it feel to be unwanted by the unwanted? (laughs) Um, Ouch. Yeah, let me, uh, I'll go ahead and kick this party off. um, Because I'm sort of familiar, I guess. And most of the shows are like this. It's one giant Zoom call. And it reminds me of something that my dad used to tell, tell me when he went to college doing theater sitcom televisions were ruined for him because he realized it was all on a set and there was only ever one perspective that the camera was looking at and that was from where the audience was sitting and it just it something about it made him not like sitcoms anymore i'm the same way with zoom calls and (laughs) there's some shows like obdm that pull it off really well because they got the technical gear to sort of power overpower that that zoom uh texture i guess the the panaz the, the snazzle puzzle but some of this i mean it's just i don't know well let me uh the first thing that kind of caught my ear i guess is you know like like a like we said episode 40 they have dr peter mccullough who was hot off the the press from doing his joe rogan appearance and i thought he this was, was jacked wasn't he he was like oh yeah he um he definitely felt uh, self-inflated i guess i'm not sure if that's too mean or too harsh but uh this this clip i labeled off to a strong start well ricky thanks for having me back on the show i'm dr peter mccullough i'm a academic physician in dallas texas and i have just a few minutes today and unfortunately i'm gonna have to get off the call it looks like a terrific show that you have tonight but last week i went to the man cave of podcaster Joe Rogan. And I have to tell you, when I finished, he looked like a prize fighter. Now he looked like he had a he had 15 rounds with uh, somebody he didn't expect. He, Joe Rogan was pretty shell-shocked with what he heard about COVID-19. I think he's spent too much time in his cave. I thought that was kind of a, a weird way to phrase that. I mean, okay, sure, it's a man cave. Oh, oh. <laughs> a little big for the britches, man, coming right out of the gate. Well, it's, it's part of a one-two punch, wasn't it? It was uh, it fo- followed up with the other guy with the beard and the grey hair. Oh, shoes. Malone, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's, that's part of the, uh, isn't that? Getting in there, body shot and then uppercut. Well, I, I looked, like when I heard that, I, I looked kind of at the end of the, the video and... Uh, Rogan didn't look like he went 15 rounds. He just looked stoned. Yeah. <laughs> He's a pretty fit guy. I don't, yeah. It just reminded me of something like uh, something that Sanjay Gupta would have said. Remember when he read that article? He was like, at one point, <laughs> yeah. I thought Rogan was literally going to reach across the table and grab me and start using his MMA moves. That's why his body fell apart. And uh, <laughs> it was just like, you know, I feel like Rogan's somewhat of an active dude who gets around talking to different people what's this whole having to leave your cave about <laughs> are you calling him a caveman like <laughs> um, yeah that's all joe does he like has experts come and explain things to him yeah he's got, he's you, goes, sit, you the, tell joe about vaccine joe listen uh, in, <laughs> uh, interesting that um uh, Adam has circumvented the booker because on the show he went, oh, I don't deal with the booker. 
Well, that was something that they had addressed uh, briefly today. I guess the Booker heard or someone that told him. That was the most eyebrow-raising moment. I thought that was sweet. They, <laughs> they, like, he, Joe was like nipping that in the bud like right up front. Because, <laughs> dude, that's the one thing I, uh, was, I found really interesting about the latest Adam appearance on Rogan was like, he keeps doing the Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man for uh, meme. Are you fat? Are you fat? Are you fat? I know. I got to go and clip those. <laughs> I'm surrounded by feds. <laughs> that guy's mm. probably a fed. Is, is yeah. it Joe Rogan's third row? I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll get back here to Union of the Unwanted. Um, I wish I'd found more favorable clips, but it's just, I don't. I can't get into the show. I and I like everybody. Why? Why can't you get into the show? Because too, too many people. Too many people. Uh, unless you know who the voice is that's talking. I mean, you got tons of mm-hmm. great people like uh, Gordo from those conspiracy guys, Midnight Mike, OBDM, Darren and Graham from Grimerica, Sam Tripoli at Tinfoil Hat, uh, Charlie Robinson, Macroaggressions. I mean, it's sort of the I guess the who's who of quote alt media. It's random. When I was looking at the description and saw the people, I thought it was like a thank you at first of like, you know, like producers are like, but no, those are like all the people were on the Zoom call on the podcast. They were like line up and have a little turn each. Oh my God in heaven, man. Oh, it's your turn next. So this next one, I, I forget the name of obviously because they don't really, I guess it would take too much time if you had to like stand up and introduce yourself but i forget the name of this other doctor that's there on the call but at the same point i feel like why in the fuck are you pushing for this why do you want more of this this is called why are we still pushing testing he should have done as a public health person he should have been promoting a lot of positive things home testing why didn't we get established cheap really cheap or free home testing kits if they can pay for vaccines, right, why didn't the government think about paying for home testing kits like they've done in the United Kingdom? So I think Fauci has gotten it all wrong. Total mismanagement of the pandemic. Hmm. I don't know. Test, 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 I guess. A test at home? I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't want to do no tests. I don't like tests. I think they're just pointless. Agree. We're better off just Never. showing how good you are by doing stuff and being good at it. Never taken one. Uh, uh, I did one time, and, loads. and I, I won't. Uh, I won't do it again. Won't do it again. It was a very weird. And the one thing it reminded me the most of was TSA, and I hate the TSA. So, oh, yeah. more. I hate anything, babes. Oh, you you don't understand the experiences I've had with the TSA. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like a sort of go with the flow kind of thing, though, isn't it? With the TSA, you just got to be very flattering, and there's a way to deal with um, sort of fascist authority. And if you just tickle their little soft underbelly, they they go all soft on you, like a um, like an armadillo or something. You got this tough little thing wandering around. You can't hit it, but then if you pay it compliments, it rolls over and lets you tickle its belly. You want to know how to really piss off the TSA after they've dumped out your entire fucking travel car- or carry-on bag, which is a mm. hard plastic case. You pack everything back up into it, and as you're walking out of the TSA line, you're all pissed off. You grab that, and you just throw it straight on the ground. It makes a big bang, and everybody gets their p- 
panties in a wad. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so this is, I guess this next clip here is more of a feeling that I have in the general. It doesn't necessarily pertain to these people or the union people, at least. Um, I do hear a lot of people saying that folks are waking up. I have my own sort of uh, hypothesis on it, and it's pretty much counter to that. I think, um, you know, for every person that's starting to sort of uh, roll about in their in their slumber and they're starting to stir, you've got three times, four times as many people just doubling down harder. So I disagree when people say that uh, folks are waking up. So here's what they have to say about it. The people against humanity they're gonna they have a lot more to throw our way a lot more shit but i will say that i'm going outside i'm talking to people every day and i'll tell you there are more people who are waking up every single day um and i really feel like we are winning um you know people who have been vaccinated are now getting letters from their apartment complexes saying, hey, you need to be masked. There's a mask mandate. And they're saying, I got jabbed twice and I got a freaking booster shot. So what is the deal here? You know, like these people are are starting to push back a little bit. And I think that is a beautiful thing. And I think the more shit that these evil bastards are, are trying to implement and the more control they're trying to insert, the more pushback they're going to get. Yeah, and that's the big silver lining to uh, to what they're doing right now. They're just moving way too fast. I mean, I think we were all kind of used to more of the like one to three percent tyranny uh, incrementalism every year, and obviously they're just like stepping on on the gas. So um, you know, yeah, more people are waking up. It's it's great to see. But again, once they do that, it's the power of community uh, that we really need. We need to be together in droves. Uh, we need to support each other and. Um, I can't, I can't stress. I think I stress every time I come on this podcast, community, community, community. It's so important. And, uh, it's a pleasure being here with you guys tonight, uh, talking about this. Well, yeah, go ahead, Dr. Hirsch. I just want to say that data is coming to our rescue. Because it would help if I, uh, if I, uh, unmuted. Um, and I just, I don't get this whole winning, losing, I, even if we were to quote win this and everything just flipped on its head and there was mass arrests, which I don't think is going to happen. I don't mm-hmm. think the, the uh, injection culture is going to turn on its head, but what does it even mean, mean to win? If you're dealing with these schemes on a decade by decade basis, it's like, okay, I think, she's happy because her download numbers are going up i think that's like the awakening I mean, she said she's like more people are waking up every day of course more people are waking. everybody wakes up every day <laughs> <laughs> see i've um had the thesis for a, f- a few years now of the late awakening and it's kind of piggybacked off of that uh meme of adventures of the guy who just started paying attention you know oh yeah <laughs> it's like um uh, a lot of normie crowd people are asking interesting questions, but it's frustrating as a guy who's sort of had that a long time ago, you know, like when I was in college. Right. Like a, dec- a decade or more ago, to hear like the baby's first red pill type stuff, you know, 
and just be like, oh, sweetie. Yeah, but like, everyone's, oh, like, everyone's got to do it at their own pace, haven't they? I think maybe the news is not, like, honest with us all the time. Like, oh, <laughs> you, oh you, you, you might be on to something there. It is on a lot, isn't it, that news? It's on all it's the time. Like, How can it with, be honest all the time if it's on all the time? With with that level of awakening, it's like okay. And I'm, how how awake how how awake is that? And I understand like you know people people have to people have to all arrive on their own kind of schedule, you know. But I'm with you, boobs. I don't see like this big massive swelling of like oh yes we're winning this thing. I I kind of am like oof like <laughs> this is what awake means is like. I don't know. Mm. It's like so far to go thing. that it's like I, I. Yeah, and winning, losing. It's like where, where's the line? Did you win, what you crossed the hundred meters? You've won. Right. I, I think. I think at that point you should just you should just focus on what are you winning in your life. You know? Are you winning, son? <laughs> yeah. Are you winning yet? Um. Yeah. Let's see. I'm winning because you know, <laughs> I get to hang out with you guys. This is cool. Aww. Hell yeah. The uh, big win. So one of my big one. one of my all-time favorite shows. I've talked about this several times, uh, probably on this show and uh, BTS. Uh, that show is Grimerica. I I adore the Grim Boys from Canada. I think they do a stellar project or a stellar production. Um, it's one of my favorites, and this is this is more in line with how I feel. And I I've clipped Graham here. Uh, I don't think he drops the term black pill, but I guess that definitely comes to mind. 40% percent of the people, I would say, based, based on Desmet's kind of philosophy on mass formation, right? They're not going to wake up. All these wins, all this data, all this stuff, all these doctors on their own platforms that can't talk on the mainstream news, it doesn't matter to those 40%. And those 40% have a loud, psychotic voice right now against us. How far are they going to go? Yeah, but Graham, I, I feel like we are winning. When you think about it, we just had Dr. Peter McCullough on, who was on the Joe Rogan podcast, the <laughs> biggest show in the world. Are you winning yet, son? He, and he's on there and he is open. He's not tiptoeing the line of, are these vaccines harmful? He's reaching millions of people and he's openly saying it. He's not somebody who, you, you know, is scared to, to, to push back. He's openly coming with statistics, pushing back. And the things that we were, all of us, I mean, I think we all uh, deserve praise because all the things that now can publicly be <laughs> discussed on a show like the Joe Rogan podcast or on Fox News with when um, Dr. Uh, McCullough is with uh, Carl uh, Tucker or any of the other guests or hosts on there. He, they're openly having the discussions that all of us were being censored for 18 months ago. They're openly talking about it. I mean, I think that has... What, to what's it going to do, though? Like, I, I'd love to know. Like, I, it's yeah, great to it's say that millions of people are working out, but it's it's too late. Like, what is, what is all this going to do? I, I can't see that enough people are going to wake up and all of a sudden they're going to give up. They've been planning this for decades, for hundreds of years, if you really look back. They've wanted to take over the world for hundreds of years. Now their opportunity is here before there's too many individual rich people that they cannot control and, and, and take uh -huh. over. So, but are we going to let them? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I yeah, think that we don't have a choice. There you go. Are we going to let them? Yeah, I, I think we will actually. <laughs> we, it's not up to us. 
Well, we're only mortals. You know, they can take over certain aspects, but like, <laughs> yeah, you can't, I mean, you can't buy tobacco in New Zealand if you're under 16 in, now. In, in the tunnels <laughs> and the underground and different places, I mean. They've totally done the whole five eyes thing's falling apart. It's now like three eyes, and that's way creepier. So I don't know. You know, you can see why they're not marketing that one. He's definitely coming uh, with a very Canadian uh, lens on it for sure. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a totally different experience than what we've been uh, going through here in the United States. Just like it's a you know Canada is different from the reactions that uh, that have been present in Australia. Yeah, similar to Australia, I suppose, in, in several ways. I mean, for me personally, like, Missouri is a great place to be like, well, final stand, okay? You know, <laughs> I have several geographical places I have in mind if that it gets that fucking nuts. Uh, final stand type shit can really go down here comfortably. And I don't really worry right, about FBI. that kind of thing. That's it. That's not. That's not. That's not a challenge. You you stand down. <laughs> no, this is not no, your six week call just, over here. Just don't worry. That's all. No, no. Well, second favorite bit of the Bible says, "Do not worry." Yeah. Let's don't see. worry. Don't need to worry. Why do you need to worry? This uh, hmm. this next clip, they um, they get into a, uh, I guess a little bit of saber rattling about how Dr. Anthony Fauci is going to be arrested. He's going to experience oh. jail time. Oh. I love this kind of stuff. Do yeah. Hillary first. <laughs> yes. What happened to that? Line them up for me so I can <laughs> throw stuff Don't forget about him. Hillary, man. Hillary's going to get Mo. Yeah. Um, 10,000 indictments. Was it sealed indictments? Here's, uh, here's okay jail time. I just can't see any way that the media is going to be able to ultimately cover this up. And so I do think that we're going to prosecute this ultimately criminally. I think people are going to go to jail. I think Anthony Fauci is one of those people that's going to go to jail. Uh, I think he had Fall Guy written all over his face from the very, very, very beginning that this is the guy that's going to take the fall for the whole thing. Uh, maybe it's his 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 uh, his role in life, but uh, I see the I see a, a global truth movement that is that's already on the you know already on the trail, already figured out who's involved, and now we're just bringing it home we're just gonna just it's gonna we're gonna develop more and more evidence more and more people are gonna be aware and i think people are going to jail two more weeks two more weeks people are gonna be going to jail trust the going to jail plan that's (laughs) true as well though isn't it just like more people are waking up there's gonna be more people going to jail more people are going to jail more people (laughs) be dieted more people are waking up this will happen this will happen more (laughs) 2022 baby what can i say we are on the track for the <laughs> p- best possible scenario. Um, I, you know, I got one here that's a wild uh, Dimension A, Dimension B spotting. I think we'll skip it just because they're, they're talking about there being two realities being formulated, which I that I would certainly agree with. I wish I could remember who had brought it up. Um, so we'll move past that one and get into just something that and it really hurt on the inside. But this was not the only time in this week when I was pulling these clips that I caught some motherfucker playing clips from their phone through their microphone. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, this is... uh, Pulling a Scott Adams? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. 
That's the one. brother. I called this one literally WTF. I was going to read this and then I, I just don't have the accent for it. So I'm going to try and play it into the mic and see, you know, I thought we were doing a show about, you know, the end of the year kind of best thing you've heard. So here's the, the best thing I think that I heard. Is this uh, super Dave? The greatest, probably one of the greatest I don't know. American yogis of our time. Wim Hof here goes. See if you can hear this. Bring your mic up a little bit. I can't yeah. hear you. It sounds like Super Dave Osborne. <laughs> I'm sorry, I know it's not. It's hard to hear, dog. In here. We are gladiators of the light. That <laughs> I'll stop there. He's, he's, <laughs> I, uh, he's so good. Some of the stuff that he, he I, I can't tell if he's like reading a, a a quote or something, or if like he's injecting his own. Um, his own sort of uh, feelings, I guess, about the current situation, but I got a couple of ISOs out of his little rant. Fuck you, fuck you, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Ooh. What's that one? Oh, and he said he love forward. everyone and fuck you, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, wow. So it's like a it. Madonna level. We choose love. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Leave Magdalena, right? She's all right. Poor all right. Girl. So that's uh, <laughs> that's the clips that I got. I There's so Ooh. many people on this show that I have mad respect for. I've been listening to their shows for a long time. Definitely. Um, yeah. I kind of wish it was maybe a, just a smaller table and they did like a rotational thing. Because I will say that this show, Misinformed, was partly inspired by Union of the Unwanted. Interesting. Was it? Yep. Most definitely. Well, I mean, how did, I, how did yeah. we do that? Well, because I, you know, I like I like the roundtable idea. I just I think it would be more effective if you had the rotational cast of characters. Um, yeah, oh, you're giving me uh, Arthurian shivers. Ooh. <laughs> There's nothing stronger than having it be done in front of a crowd. Um, do y'all want to hear the rest of the ISIS I got? And then I, I can turn it on yeah. over to, to one of you. Hundreds of years. They've wanted to take over the world for hundreds of years. Nice. Mm. And no more. Everything that once was is no more. Ooh, Debbie Ooh. Downer. Uh, situation <laughs> was hopeless. If the situation was hopeless or propaganda wouldn't be necessary. Classic. Uh, the dragon. The dragon hasn't completely burned out all of its fuel yet. And things That's will never... Long. Oh, you think so? Um, a little bit. Things will never the second one? be okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very and nice and cherry. Very black build. Last one. This fight will never, ever end. I like that. This fight will never, ever end. You always got to be on your toes. Got to keep, keep your wits about cherry. you. Yeah, is it is it a bit Whitney for me? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know enough about any of that to know. It's nice. I like the second one. Whatever the second one was. Uh, I don't know how you want the block set up, but I have sports news, so we could do it. Oh, right. Could, uh, okay, sports news. We'll do a segment. Segway. What, 
You want to do the sports transition? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Want, to, want to do sports news now? Yeah, toss that ball. Uh, here in sports. Okay. Uh, so this is kind of like a big. Uh, whoops, sorry. The oh. two two minutes thirty is like the big clip, and uh, I've 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 chopped it up into little pieces. But it's basically two minutes and thirty seconds of the uh, most interesting line of questioning on the pass that I took, which. I'm not usually like the sports listen thing, but this intrigued me. And um, it starts with the great dog thing, which I uh, enhanced a little bit. I don't know if you guys caught like the dogs in the background, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just hear that. Yeah. Oh, you got it. Oh, that's nice. So nice I've, uh, I've taken. Uh, like but that. anyway. Quick question for the doctor since uh, while we still have you here, uh, Dr. McCullough. R- refresh my memory. It is not normal. For professional soccer players, former, uh, recently retired, all pro wide receivers, and children to drop dead from heart attacks, correct? That's true. So that was a uh, that was I think a softball question. Just uh, you know, I think that's true. Yeah, definitely true. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, do you guys concur with the doctor? He got that right. I would say if I was on the on the the, the jury, I'd say yeah, got that one right. Yeah, <laughs> it gets true. Uh, I need I need that as an ISO. That's true. Oh, hey, there hey. you go. Um, That's true. They continue. Is it reasonable to make a connection between the unveiling of the new vaccines and the recent spat of heart attack deaths in very well trained athletes and young children? Well, here's the chain of logic. Our FDA has told Americans that the Pfizer and Moderna messenger RNA vaccines cause myocarditis. They've clearly said that. So that warning is clearly out there. The CDC had about 200 cases in June that were, you know, pretty serious myocarditis. They were kids and they were hospitalized. Now, the CDC VAERS system has over 15,000 cases. And we know a young person's group are athletes. And athletes have been told by their teams that they should take the vaccine. Now, many of them have various contractual options of non-disclosure where they simply don't have to disclose their vaccine status and they can bypass the vaccine. That's what Aaron Rodgers did as an example. He didn't take the vaccine. Uh, so, so many may not, maybe many U.S. athletes have not taken the vaccine. But I have to tell you, I'm suspicious in Europe because that's where we've seen this rash of deaths. There's a montage of athletes i think they're nearly up to 200 athletes that have died on the field is that is wild i mean i just saw a video i think 200 athletes dying on the field is a bit much and i just saw a video of again in the past couple of days yeah yeah, yeah, writhing around having a hard dying on the field is different dying on the field is different than uh than Heart attack being carried off and then dying. Could you imagine that visual? You've got a full (laughs) soccer stadium filled with 200 dudes all having a heart attack at the same time. (laughs) So it's happened twice in the crowd where someone's had a heart attack. And I have this theory that if you get excited after the Count Jabula, um, you know, it can make your heart go a bit funny, Wally. What's well, another thing I was curious about? Like, what what's the deal with it all being soccer players? It's almost all soccer players. You notice that? I mean, is it just because in most other sports there's like downtime or time between plays? I've never never known for the two with, games to be stopped because there's been a heart attack in the crowd. Never known that, not once. 
I think it's just kind of wild. I think the physical aspect of uh, like American football, um, you know, the plays they typically move in one direction, and there's a lot of starting and stopping to them. Right. Uh, with basketball, yeah, I mean, constant it's, flow. It, it's a it's a shorter uh, it's a shorter play field. But with soccer, yeah, I mean, you're you're running vast distances back and forth. That would be, you know, I'm not a scientist or anything. And there's not a hell of a lot of subs either in soccer. Like with basketball, you're constantly subbing guys out. You know, uh, yeah, they give them a rest. With with football, you're on offense or three. you're on defense, and so you, you know, with, with the drives, you're sitting on the bench. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah football. Yeah. Um, what the hell else do we play? I mean, hockey. I thought, I thought there's the a lot of subs in hockey. Do, um, we should do like American rugby. It's like a hybrid of rugby and American football. That'd be cool. Because like American football, like anyone who plays rugby looks at anyone that plays American football and goes, well, they've got all that padding on. And then when you say to them, no, yeah, but if you like the constant taking that hit over and over again, it's a lot. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, don't do it in rugby. It's like, yeah. well, you need padding. <laughs> like, I know one of the... And a guy who plays rugby and he accidentally fell over on someone's knee and split his face open this weekend. And then he Ooh. came into the pub to pick up the um the girl that was working there. And I was like, Oh, she's already gone. She got in an Uber about twenty minutes ago. And he went, Oh great. My great day has got even better. <laughs> Poor guy. I got yeah, uh, it's a mess. Two so more I thought in my head I thought, put a helmet on. Wouldn't have happened. Oh, you can't do that in rugby though. No, right? of course you can't. Well, in American rugby, you could <laughs> protect these people. I mean, uh, we got to keep people safe, right? Helmets, yeah. safe and effective. Come on now. Say, safe and effective. <laughs> here's here's uh, part three of my little uh, slice here. I'm a cardiologist. I can tell you the leading cause of death on the field is hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. And we screen all the athletes now for this with EKG and echocardiography. So, you know, that, that we don't see deaths on the field anymore uh, because, you know, basically the most common cause is screened out. So I was curious to get your guys' opinion. Is that why sports are more boring now? Because there's no one dying on the fields? Yeah, they just pre-screen for death. Hmm. No, <laughs> I think they just they've they've just held them to a standard. They haven't let them go. Like, where's my? We should have some sort of a human animal hybrids on the sports field. That'd be cool. Yes, I agree. Give give them some sort of spring legs so they can do some big jumps. Yeah, follow follow the empire. Where's their mRNA style, for a, like uh... like squirrel for, like mRNA? Oh, great! Now I can that's uh... it about. I want to see centaur races. There you That's go. It's coming. Kind of a tongue twister, that condition. I want to hear it again. I'm a cardiologist. I can tell you the leading cause of death on the field is hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. We hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. No, my, myopathy. That's when your, I think, heart just gets uh, black-pilled because it doesn't really want to win a trophy. It knows that trophies are like just little <laughs> objects, you know, that aren't really of much value. Temporary acclaim. And so then it's just like, it kind of gives up on you. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I can't do it no more. Like, not for a trophy. I'm not pounding for a trophy. Sorry. <laughs> it's not made light of all the hardworking athletes that are out there and living for people's entertainment. I always think it's entertainment, isn't it? Yeah, Whoever's well, it's entertainment and it's... Um, it's like throwing know, down a briefcase in a, in a sort of public square and getting a guitar out and start playing pushing some, the, uh, some guitar songs. 
pushing the physical limits of being in a body, in a human body. Yeah, and it's also like teamwork and rituals and gambling and all sorts. A com competitive spirit in the sort of, it's more male, would you say? That more, I guess you can't really say that, it's more, but in, I suppose in, in no, the previous like, yeah. times it's been male-led. And over here they have like female soccer on all the time. And I always see it on when the TV guard, and I think, who the hell is watching that? <laughs> it's like here we have the the WNBA, yeah. which is women playing basketball. For those who haven't heard of it, the best uh, uh, why I, um, one sport I saw was the um, um, National Lingerie League or something, and it oh, was yeah. American football with the women playing it in lingerie. I thought that was quite good. Oh my! Yeah. <laughs> Did you see her breasts? It's great, honestly. It's, it's, it's a well worth a check out on on the old you the tubes. Did you see her breasts? Jesus Christ! Why don't you put some goddamn clothes on? I guess it's hard yeah. for me to comment on the state of sports in general. I've never been much for the sports ball. Um, I just I know it's a huge advertising firm, and there's lots of eyes on it. And uh, this is actually a conversation that Lavish and I had this past Monday. Is uh, watching your favorite soccer star um, get a heart attack in the middle of the field. And uh, he, he was telling me, like, I guess back in the day in the 70s, 80s, maybe mid-90s, uh, there's a lot of drug use going on. And, like, even still then, there's more people dying today than there was back in the day when they were uh, partying during the night and running during the day. So. Uh, you know, I think, uh, I think, what is it? The, well, he said two, McCullough said that there was 200 uh, people that had had a heart attack. I thought the number was over like 450 or so. And it's way more than it has been in previous yes. years. Let's put it that way. There's lots, lots more of these things are happening than they were in, in the lead up to the proliferation of a experimental medical treatment. It's suspicious for sure. And it's the one thing where, you know, these players are out in a stadium in front of <laughs> tens of thousands of people plus cameras. Mm. Like, it's not really like yeah. a lot of the yeah. shit you can sweep under the rug, and but in not one, these ones. In one of the clips, they said, oh, I don't know how they're going to keep covering it up. Well, they're going to keep covering it up by covering it up because you still don't see none of this stuff. Yeah. Well, and. You can cover up anything, man. I mean, yeah, just keep doing it. That's I, how they're gonna do with it. With all this late awakening shit, and with all this, oh, people are waking up, and with all of this, oh, we're winning, we're winning, we're winning. I constantly go back to my first red pill, which was JFK, where they killed the fucking president of the United States in front of the whole goddamn world, and yeah. still covered it up. They can cover oh, up yeah. anything for any amount of time, and all it has to do is just be verboten, you know. You can't it's talk nice about positive, it. though, isn't it? It's an and iron say, grip. Oh, as far as the narrative goes, there's an iron grip on what is with a capital I. And you can know and be awake and be aware of what really goes on, but it doesn't really matter in the overall zeitgeist of what is. Which is frustrating. I get it. I get the I get what Graham was saying. It's frustrating, man. Mm-hmm. Grim Graham. You just infinite patience, don't you? Thick skin. The ability <laughs> to just go on and on and on and just not really think about anything else. Little goals to achieve and an overarching goal character arc. If you can spin one of those in there, that's that's always handy. 
Uh, so here's the last uh, clip, and then I also pulled a separate clip of, uh, I just realized, of like pretty much the feelings I just expressed. But let's uh, wrap the sports, uh, let's wrap up sports for real quick. Part of the treatment of myocarditis is basically rest from physical activity. The guidelines say that an athlete couldn't exercise for three to six months once they develop myocarditis. So the question is, are these athletes taking the vaccine and are they actually either having subclinical symptoms or having symptoms they ignore because, you know, they want to be on the pitch playing uh, and they know their contract is on the line? Uh, and are they playing through vaccine induced myocarditis? And that we know them. By the way, we know when that happens, one of the outcomes can be sudden death on the playing field. Yeah, I like money, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <laughs> money over money over hearts baby money over hearts but it, it is that perfect storm right because yes you're more likely to develop myocarditis supposedly if you get covid you can develop myocarditis as well as you know whether we believe yeah, after that or not, the after you get jabberoon died now once you've developed myocarditis um it's not as though it's going to kill you right away but your life expectancy does dramatically decrease. However, like the doctor's saying, you know, you've got to change your lifestyle and live with myocarditis, live with a weak heart. You can't, you know, if you're an athlete in their prime, you can't push yourself to those bodily limits anymore because your heart is not going to be able to take it anymore. Your heart tissue is damaged. And he's right. The incentives are stacked to where it's like, oh, yeah, my heart's been a little fluttery. I'm noticing, you know, in, in practice and in training – uh, <laughs> something's off, but I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to get benched. I'm not saying anything because I don't want to miss these games. Uh, my contract's on the line, like he said. Oh, all that's why it's happening in on play. the field, yeah. There's all these forces in play where it's like, and athletes already, especially the best of the best, they already have that mentality of, you know, play through the pain, work through the pain, like pain is yeah, weakness leaving the body, all of these tropes where it's like, if it hurts, that's just good. It's not, you know... <laughs> Yeah, it means I get stronger. I mean, uh, I had a girlfriend in college, and her brother was a lineman on the college football team that uh, school I went to, and uh, he had a ruptured spleen I... for like two days. Oh, that he was playing through, and the coaches were kind of like, huh. also just being like, you know, <laughs> he's you know, walking pretty funny. To where he was like passed out on the ground in his house and was like starting to develop gangrene from internal spleen and they had to like, uh, get him into emergency uh, surgery. But that's just the athlete world, you know? It's like, uh, hey, you know, walk it off, pussy. Yeah. yeah. Same for being a stagehand. Uh, I actually and had something a... incredibly similar, similar like that happen, except it was an appendix instead mm, of yeah. a spleen. It's I... like, oh, you have an internal organ rupture? Pfft. Yeah, you know we we've Bitch. all got problems, pal. Pick the fucking thing up. Are we gonna do cry over it? <laughs> but here's here's the conclusion, and because of the phrasing, you might you might pick up on it. Uh, that's what triggered me. If tomorrow the curtain was pulled back, would everybody see the same thing? No, because nobody sees the same thing today, even though it's self evident. And so that's kind of the the whole point of all of this. Like, you Is can wake up. Beyond the curtain? Somebody <laughs> else can wake up. The whole curtain can be pulled back. And that's the thing about the whole corona thing and how it's rolled out. And frankly, the pe previous election and how that's rolled out. I mean, for 
at least two full years, but pretty much longer. The curtain in front of the wizard has been flapping in the wind. <laughs> it's not like you don't have to wake up that wide. You don't have to look that far. You don't have to do that much fucking thinking for yourself to understand what a total house of cards it's all built on and what a total sham the ultimate narrative that uh, people want you to believe, that the powers that be want you to believe, how phony it all is. But it doesn't matter. The, the net effect is people are going to see what they want to see. You can show somebody point blank, and if it's too big of a threat to their worldview or they don't want to see stuff, then they're just going to cognitive dissonance themselves out of it, you know? <laughs> I, I had someone in the pub call me arrogant and then walk out. And she went, we're never going to come in here if you're working. I was like, see you later. But let me know what I did wrong so I don't do it again, please. And then they walked out. And anyway, she walked to get, she walked in again about six months later to another pub of mine. And I'm working there. And I was like, oh, hello. I'll try not to be as arrogant this time. <laughs> and she looked at me as if to say, oh, how do you remember that? I thought, well, it's not very often when someone calls me arrogant, darling. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't even think you'd have to necessarily rub the sleep out of your eyes. I mean, you could barely like crack one open and be like, just kind of look through. You're like bleary eyed, and just like, oh, what in the fuck? What happened to me? Where am I? <laughs> just the same as climbing out of the slime pod. Um, I but yeah. I don't. Oh, I don't I, think I, I don't, forgot. Sorry, go ahead. I think people would rather fall for the conspiracies that get handed to them. I.e., it's all the Russian trolls, and it's all of the, you know, people don't want to follow the science. It's just more comfortable, I guess. Well, it's just, I don't know. You, it's it's hard. I think it's hard as a, you call it a wake person, but I think that's even dumb. I don't know. It's hard to put it in labels, but it's hard to really wrap your mind around it because you want to assign like motivations and you want to assign like excuses for people of like why the hell are they this way because a lot of people who are like super close to me are this way or who i love you know mm -hmm. and who i know when they start talking about certain things it's just like pointless to even go i kind of talked about that uh when laurie and i talked to mo fax too it's kind of like uh i've felt you know, through this whole wake up thing and people are like jumping up and down, people are waking up and, and I've been saying for a while, like, just, just let people sleep. Like, you don't want to wake up and see this shit. Like, hopefully I see you after it settles down and then like you can wake up and we can have a laugh about what happened while you're sleeping. But like out of all the times to wake up in history, I think now is a pretty poor one, man. Like I don't envy all of us people who like, or seeing I, I, I just go don't down think in real people time. people want to wake up. I think they would much rather yes. live their lives in Marvel, DC, or whatever. Like from a bloke's perspective, or something else, computer games, anything, anything but what they're actually presented with. Yeah, it's dangerous and it's no fun. You know, there's no there's no pleasure in it. The whole ignorance is bliss thing. Like, I've I've never really liked that phrase because ignorance is ignorance. You know, it's not anything else other than ignorance, but uh, I definitely get it, you know, to not be burdened by the total nightmare of uh, the system that we're living in. Kind of nice. Uh, I guess I do have like two more clips. Um, 
an oh, ISO Sarah? from this whole. Uh, I get one is an ISO from a longer version of this. He has, uh, I think, sixty nine um, million uh, subscribers on a podcast. That's uh, you know that's pretty strong. <laughs> I had to pull that. You know, I had to pull <laughs> that. Sorry, it's a little hot, but. Uh, I knew you was gonna like one of you would pick that up. <laughs> Someone's gonna get. Uh, I just McCullough. That's that's his live delivery, but you know, with a little bit of knife in the in the uh, with a little bit of knife in the audio booth, you can make it to. He has, uh, I think, sixty nine million Ooh. subscribers. Boom! Mm. Sixty nine. Yeah. Nice. I like it. 69 million uh, subscribers. 69! 69, dude! <laughs> Very stoked. Anyway, that's uh, that concludes sports. Uh, now, Gwiff with the weather. Gwiff with the weather, picking up. Looks like it's going to be a bit rainy, and then after that, we're going to get some clear skies, and later on, you can expect some snow. There's always going to be a little I'm, snow. I've been waiting a while for the snow. Yeah, snow, snow's not snow's not coming. Chop out some of that snow, baby. All right, my clips are my clips. I did them when I did them, and uh, haven't heard from them for a little while. So we might as well just listen to them and then see what I picked out of this wonderful show that we all listened to. We did a little Bill Gates date, and um, yeah, this is let's, uh, let's get the small talk over. <laughs> clip one direction. You can only suppress the truth for so long. And we're all evidence of that because the things we're saying that were getting us banned off social media and made us all look like tinfoil hat crazy people. Um, no offense, Sam. And uh, it, it's, hey. it's it's one of those things where now like we can openly have these discussions and they're acceptable. So I think it is a step in the right direction. Maybe it's just me being optimistic. Sorry, somebody want to jump in. It's a step in the right direction. It's a step in the right direction after all. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's brilliant. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I put a bit of effort into the first one, but I can tell you I didn't do it with any of the others. I think. Well, yeah, I mean, he's that's that's the hilariously starry-eyed take, though, isn't it? Like, uh, oh, they can only suppress information for so long. But yeah, but the thing, the thing is, really... when you're going in the right direction, every step you take is a step in the right direction. November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. That was fifty eight fucking years ago. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Oh yeah, but we're just moving on. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we'll get the AI sort it out. Call me when they stop teaching Lee Harvey Oswald in school, dude, because it's horse <laughs> yeah. shit. The kids are just like, oh, guys, really? Can we just skip this day? Yeah, you can go outside and play. We don't have to learn this. One guy, happened. three shots. One guy, three shots. One guy, three shots. <laughs> he was quick. 1963. Quick and accurate. Give me for a, a guy that wasn't quick and accurate in any, um, in any time that he was ever quick and accurate. But yeah. It's a step in the right direction. I wonder what the second one is. Let's find out the second one. (laughs) This is uh, a go to jail. 
They're going to move the authoritarian energy that has been summoned and reaped into artificial intelligence for the fact that all of our institutions and all of the people running these institutions are no longer to be trusted. Artificial intelligence will solve that. It will be presented as a solution to this time to sedate the public. Once the crimes have been revealed, people go to jail. Oh, there it is again. People are going going to jail. They're doing it this time. The AI is going to send people to jail now. I, uh, the only people going to jail are the people selling uh, privately other people raw milk. Like, yeah. That's the kind of people going to jail. <laughs> people not paying their taxes. Wow. <laughs> so if Anthony Fauci at any point <laughs> wants to do the right thing and stop paying taxes, I think we'll be uh, in a good spot. Um, not to take it too far back, but there was something I wanted to comment on the last clip. I guess the fear of being canceled and shut down on Twitter only exist on Twitter and the fear of being shut down and canceled off of YouTube only exists on YouTube. But, um, I, I yep. just like, Oh no, they're not letting us talk about it. It's like, well, where are you trying to talk about it? But they yes. banned this person yes. from yes. Facebook and yes. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. What an outrage. Fuck. Damn it. As if they're like allowed they're, to police their own platform. Ugh. They're following their user, their terms of service. What the fuck? Fuck you, How fuck you, you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't. <laughs> Things will never be okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, to be fair, this show is like the one that we're talking about, The Union of the Unwanted, is a good show. It's not a bad show. They're talking about the. They've got the. Think all these people. It's like a sort of hangout. It reminds me quite a lot of uh, the noagenda.bar, noagenda.cam, mm. noagenda.pub, noagenda.network, the Jitsi room. Yeah. Where people are hanging out, just chatting away. Um, but it's a bit more organized where they all take their turn. And it was nice when the Irish guy had a turn. I think I did a clip of the Irish guy. Oh, Gordo? Yeah. I thought, I thought he had a really good segment. Um, and speaking on that AI, there was an interesting hypothesis that was presented that i had never heard before but uh one dude was formulating the idea that ai would actually turn out to be a tool for the good of humanity and the ai itself would decide that the rich liberal elite who are trying to install a totalitarian dictatorship through the use of black magic and pedophilia and blackmailing that the AI would say, oh, this is fucked, and turn around and help humanity. <laughs> I've seen Pulp Fiction. I know yeah. how this should go. <laughs> so I thought, that was a, I thought that was a cool idea, that the AI would decide I'm with that it. I these think the AI is going to be like, very quickly think that we're its pet, and it's going to be like, no, stop it, and it rub the, the, the dirty morals in the, in the carpet, the nose. Don't do that. <laughs> Bad human. Yeah, no agenda. I uh, I do want to say for the record that like, I do think good wins in the end, and I do think like there's a future to look forward to, and all of these things. Like, I'm not saying that like it's all permanently fucked and nothing's ever going to change, but I just think this. Uh, oh, people are going to, people are imminently going to jail. Uh, people are imminently going to be, you know, lined up and put into. A corrupt prison yeah, a system by corrupt prosecutors and corrupt judges yeah. and corrupt politicians. The like, corrupt the whole system's going to fix it. The whole entire corrupt system is is almost, like any day now, going to uncorrupt all of this corruption. 
that is kind of the point, the part where I'm like, eh, you know, I'll believe that when I see it. But it's also kind of, it's not even helpful to cling on and believe to that. Because if you believe that, then you don't, there's no response. There's no call to action. There's a call to inaction. Because you're just like, you, ooh, ooh, you it's get into your own little, it's, it's your own little, uh, keep that popcorn it's, hot. It's like the other, it's the other side of the mental trick, you know, it's the other side of the, it's like a, it's like a pacifier. Idiots. It's like those are the useless idiots. Yeah, but that's the permanent like, you your, mode of fear that you're in, aren't you? Because you're you have, always yeah. fearing that you're going to die. Well, you're looking around, like you, thinking any of these motherfuckers could put me down with what they got going on inside them. You've got, you've got. I think your useful idiots who are the people who have self-appointed them, like the COVID guideline police, who will yell at you and enforce the system's like false rules. And then you have the useless idiots who are like. Oh, it's all gonna be fixed in this secret uh, underground plan, you know, in two weeks, and everything's gonna be fine. And uh, it's the slow motion apocalypse. Yeah, neither neither side is helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, there's a zombie horde on both sides. I think yeah. is the way that uh, Dean phrased it when he was kind of exploring just how how similar it is between the. The people, like you just stated, the people that are, you know, in the two-week camps versus the people that are in the, if you don't get a vaccine, then you got to go to camp. Like, there's no difference. Yeah. And I also don't want this to be, like, an indictment of any person on this show who we've already said multiple times are, like, some of the greatest podcasters in the the alt circles. Like, um, it's just... Uh Is it the greatest podcast of all time moment coming on? It's the broader, <laughs> uh, it's the broader idea of like these cycles of thinking that somebody else is going to take care of you, or somebody else is going to fix all of this. No, it's like, just really you've you've got to be making plans of like what am I doing to fix my situation? Right, it's very circular conversations. Yeah, it's you know I, I, I think I got to give them credit for committing though to uh they're doing another thing where it's out and it can be heard. Absolutely and discovered, and they're the participating. So you can't ki- you knock know, them for not participating. kicking more people awake late, be- and that's great because I don't want to do it. So the fact that other people are out there <laughs> doing it actually is good. It, like it gives me comfort in that I'm not out there doing it. Like the reason I feel that way is because it's not my role. Yep. It's somebody you, you else's got role. Music two point music production two point oh to get on with. I'm busy smacking drums and. Chief and bowls and other things. You know, I got other things I have to take care of. I, it's nice, though. I, I like, I like the union, and we can touch on this here in a little bit, uh, in a couple minutes, because I still want to get through Glyph's clips here. But oh, the, yeah, the amalgamation of the shows, they they coalesce together into a platform called Alt Media United. And oh, I'd that's nice. Just, uh, I'm gonna leave this tab. Have they got one. a Fediverse? Have they got a social? It's just a like a a list of all of the who's who and conspiracy shows. It's like a loosely federated network. Chatting about it on Facebook. Yeah, but yeah, we'll, we'll let's get to let's get to Glyph's clips here, and then we'll come back to this. Um, I got this third one here. It's labeled "Gonna Try." Let's do it. I think that the radical left if you will, is being used to push everybody into a new time. And they are retiring the 20th century and communism to 
launch an authoritarian AI system that will have its tentacles in our banking and our commerce and our blockchain and our supply chain across the board. And if anybody wants to learn about this, I would say go to corydiggs.com and look up her four part series on the blockchain digital ID. Doesn't mean they're gonna get all of that implemented, but they're sure as hell gonna try. They're gonna try. We gotta try. It's their destiny. They are here to help you. <laughs> I was literally put on this earth to do this. Yeah, but it's, it, you can get the ball to, towards the hope. And time and time again, that ball's been near that hope, but it's never really got for it. Because they don't enforce goaltending, man. They're like... Right. Yeah, I mean, the AI thing us. is coming, isn't it? Let's face it. Every Every two weeks... CSB sends me a transcript and I read it and do a bit of AI news deconstruction and uh, AI.cooking for anyone looking for that. But yeah, the AI. Everyone, Everyone's looking at it thinking, where's it coming? Is it here? Are, are we doing it? Is this what my phone is? I mean, those people in Sweden, they've got the old chippy whippy, haven't they? In their hands, oh, they're yeah. like Gandalf. They weren't wandering around, just waving at doors, getting into the <laughs> Amazon store, I guess. Picking up I still whatever do they that. want. I still do that sometimes when I went and walk up into one of those like automatic open doors. You like wave yeah. your hand. Yeah. Sometimes I go I backwards do down the escalators. You call them escalators? Nice. Is it still an escalator? Yeah, it's oh, still yeah. an escalator. When broken stairs. It? <laughs> it's not a stairway, is it? <laughs> Only when they're broke. <laughs> that um, escalated quickly. <laughs> Ayo. <laughs> nice. Woo, 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 woo. Um, I got uh, one last clip here in your list, Gwif. Uh, this is Love oh. Wins. I wonder, is did you happen to clip any of Sam Tripoli? I'm just taking a guess. I don't know. I, I, I couldn't really recognize the bit between them okay. um, and who was who. Uh, here we go. Love wins. Whatever the internet is, it seemed to expose a lot of stuff they're doing. I know they're trying to censor it, but I don't think they can do it. I think it's blood in the water. I think our biggest concern is, you know, and I talk a lot to everybody about the police here. What, what, how are we going to get the police to stop pushing these policies that are not only not good for the masses, but for them themselves and their family? I think that is the biggest thing out there. I think, uh, if you just follow the rules of the universe, I say this every time on the show, the rules of the universe is law of attraction, law of abundance, love thy neighbor. You know, I'm a, I'm a weirdo, dude, but, you know, <laughs> love is the answer. It really is as visceral of a reaction I have to that word because of my wiring. Love is the answer. That's what works. Giving it away, spreading the love. In my humble opinion, there's a check for law enforcement in there. That's what they're worried about, check, and they're willing to destroy everything to keep that check going. But they don't understand that brown shirts always get got at the end. They always get taken out. So you can either come with us now and push back, or you could be on your head on a guilty. It's up to you, but at the end of the day, and I know it's a weird thing to say after you're talking about guilty, but love will win. I just really believe it, man. We'll dig that. I was uh, I was actually going to come back for seconds when uh, I was re-listening to this episode today. I was like, yeah, you know what? I think I think Sam 
he uh he really knocks it out of the park and and like what <laughs> guillotines in love layman yeah, terms you know must erect the guillotine of love <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it's it. the love uh it. it's the ultimate solve of the puzzle man yeah yeah i concur beautifully uh beautifully put i mean what can you add to that he the, the man just nailed it he's yeah. also he's also got one of my other favorite um sort of breakdowns and that is the idea of remaining ronin uh ronin and i the idea that uh you have no master that you're serving. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're not necessarily like you, you stay steadfast in your beliefs, but you actively choose not to attempt to wake people up that don't want to be woken up. Yep. Um, but you also, you know, act, act as a springboard, you know, sort of amplifying those vibes. Stay true to who you are. Yeah. Just be you. Yeah. Just I, be I love that. You yeah. don't, you don't preach. You just live. You live as an yeah. example, and uh, like I'm, I'm not qualified to tell any other person what they should do. Uh, I feel like you know I can bitch about people doing stupid shit. That's one thing, but I'm, I'm not going to tell uh, anybody in particular like how what they should do because I don't know. Like I barely know what there's, I should do. There's enough space for all of us to be proactive. Mm -hmm. There's loads of space out there. And when anyone ever says, oh, we're overpopulated, go take a train. It's loads of space. Oh, and, spread out. And Sharky's the population. Sharky's helping me out here, reminding me of a few more tenants. Uh, don't defend anything that you were, weren't a part of and don't uh, defend or attack anyone that you or maybe not attack, but don't defend anybody that you don't know personally. Yeah. So there you go. Just, just kind of fleshing it out a little bit. Um. So now that I had a couple extra minutes to do a little bit of math, uh, Union of the Unwanted uh, is featured under the Alt Media United banner, which is a loosely federated network of podcasts. There's 72 of them, it seems to be, featured on this website. I mean, there's a lot of stuff like uh, The Awake Not Woke. That was the... A show that JCD had clipped. And they were talking about uh, Adam and John being a bunch of old dudes. Oh yeah, uh, conspiracy castle. I remember that's the one where the guy <laughs> called into the Dallas uh, Senate hearing, or the yeah, it was some sort of um, official hearing, and he was talking about getting hormone blockers for his kids. If you remember that clip. Oh yes, ringing uh, some bells. Yep, Grimerica Outlaws on here. Um, Macroaggressions, yep, Propaganda Report. I mean, there's there's Rogue Ways. That was the one that was discussing the um, deciduous shedding or decidual shedding from the uh, vaccines in, involving menstrual cycles. Uh, tinfoil oh. hat. Yeah, hey. lots of people on here. I just hate the name. <laughs> <laughs> Union of the Is that why there's no behind the schemes on this list? No, it's it's the alt media part that just something I, I don't hate it. I just I think it's a uh, poor choice of words, I guess. In I, this. I don't consider you know, I would I do a couple shows here and there. I don't consider myself media. Alt though as well. It's just not like what I consider it. Yeah. It's more entertainment. I don't really I'm consider more about it media. Control and than you alt. could 
you can say, I guess, that that it meets definitions of media or whatever. I mean, media is a pretty wide umbrella term, but I just don't like. I don't know. It's more what, all the it's all the connotations radio. that that brings in doesn't really like yeah. know, apply or something. A lot of these shows are video shows, but I could almost guarantee that not a lot of these shows hop onto their. Maybe I'm wrong, but. You know, we do a lot of stuff outside of the actual show. So instead of having these Patreons where, you know, there's all this exclusive bonus content that you're going to have to pay, pay for, um, you know, we just hop on the stream and just start kicking tunes and, and playing funny ISOs, you know? Um, I just, I think the, it's the alt part, the alt media. I just, it's, it's such a just such a beaten over the back of the head word at this point, you know, for eight years, people have just been bitching and moaning about the alt-right, alt-right, alt-right. And then you're going to turn around and call your show alt or your, your network alt media. It's, it's almost as if like, if everybody's alt, then it's not really alt anymore. Oh, I didn't even think about it. I don't know. I mean, and like, Metis and you and myself, we've discussed this idea of the podcast underground, um, mm-hmm. which is is similar to this because there would be like a, a homepage that anybody that was value for value could hang out and, um, you know, have their shows listed there. But the also the also the other da- idea was to connect the streams so that if you weren't live and we wanted to go live uh, Monday nights it would automatically take the stream over, you know, same for me. This is show. If you wanted to go live right. on our stream. Um, y- yeah, there's still the some, there's still some technical stuff to solve, I guess there. I think it can be done, but it's just like everything oh, can be done. All of us come at it with like no experience of, of right. how to go about doing it. So it's going to take a while. Uh, yeah. Just feel yeah, your way you through know. it. And just I think, get it wrong know, until you get it right. These guys are on the right track. I I agree with you in the the whole Patreon thing. It kind of is like a, it just is like divide and conquer momentum. Whereas with value for value, especially when you're guesting on one another's shows and and um, with value splits That's and the way that that can the, work, the you know, way. yeah, it's just do it like, the right way. Um, yeah, it's like spread the love rather than s- like all these little mini segregations, like chop the love up and box it and ship it here and ship it there like you can just yeah. spread it you just spread it like spread like, it. like spread cream it. cheese on a bagel man just schmear it thin spread it i want to spread, it. Thick, I wanna spread, spread my spread jelly down. love mm, you got to spread <laughs> it mm, jelly love oh lordy well i you know i we need babies i i like the idea <laughs> of alt media uh there's tons and tons and tons of shows that i listen to with semi frequency um, totally and honestly open. I would love to try and replicate something in the future. It's not anything that I'm rushing out to do this week, but, um, yeah, I want to just try and give it my own go. See what happens. We're part of the nation though, aren't we? We are the nation. We are the nation. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we got the, the extended cut the universe. <laughs> um nice should we uh should we take a should we hear a couple of words from our uh compatriot who couldn't join us today oh I yeah. yes yeah we should probably should do that probably should break for uh for from, from just at the end there 
All right. So this is his first one. Intro to the first clip. His first clip right here. Pretty good clip. All right. That was the intro Beautiful. to the first clip. <laughs> and this is the first clip. Released a list of uh, what he calls the privateers and the pirates behind uh, the engineered event of, of the COVID. Uh, Reiner uh, Fulmich in Germany yep. is leading a group that right. I understand uh, totals over a thousand attorneys and 10,000 public health professionals calling for a Nuremberg II. Yep. Um, uh, uh, RFK has got his new book essentially accusing Fauci of criminality uh, you know, outright. Um, what other investigations and what is the best evidence that the crew here has that this was an engineered event uh, to sell vaccines, to hand trillions of dollars to private companies, private banks through the bailouts and the stimulus? Uh, you know, all the other evidence of criminality. Would anybody like to throw out what their, uh, their best evidence is? Yeah, yeah I'm going to go ahead and sign off now, but you're in great hands with the, with the esteemed panel. I think, uh, uh, Etienne, that was a terrific question. And and I, I wish you the best progress on this call. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, yeah, Mr. Mc, uh, Dr. McCullough, thank you so much for for everything you're you're doing, and uh, we'll keep in touch. Keep up the great work, and hopefully, your popularity only grows. To help pay for some okay. of those. Legal bills. <laughs> God <laughs> bless you. We'll talk to you soon. Great job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Midnight Mike's work, no doubt. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so it looks like he sent a uh, commentary to go along with this clip. I like the ending of that clip, especially because when Alex Jones says, we'll talk to you soon, great job. Peter McCullough goes, all right. Like he thought, <laughs> maybe he thought Alex Jones was really there <laughs> on the call. I don't know. Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, everybody else is on there. I feel like a loser because I wasn't on there. <laughs> do you think? Uh, do you think Alex Jones was shell shocked? He looked like he just went through fifteen rounds of hardcore fight. <laughs> oh, definitely. He was like a, a prize fighter on the ropes, man. So jacked up on jalapenos. He needed a couple jalapenos after that one. I love jalapenos. Uh, so we have an intro to the second clip from one Sir Sir Seat Sitter. Uh, just more valuable commentary uh, here to provide. I'm here to provide on this uh, second clip here. The second clip right here, let me tell you, pretty good clip. I believe Hardest that working man in podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. I grabbed the wrong to thing. step on it. Uh, no, it's, it's um, um I heard, I actually, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to spoil it, but I'm excited for Sorcerer Seat Sitter and some uh, upcoming uh, ventures he's going to be doing in person. It's going to be cool. going to be cool. Uh, so within 20 minutes of Dr. Peter leaving, it turns into this. I believe that the answer is in a video out there that I will put a link in this chat. And it's one from 2018 where Ronald Bernard, who was a former banker who worked among the 8,000, if you believe that, among the 8,000 above the banks, above the BIS, the IMF and the World Bank, he worked through the 80s and 90s with them. And these people on a level that we don't see or even know today, sacrifice children to interdimensional beings. They hate all life on this planet. And he was among that group. He didn't sign in blood, otherwise he would have been dead. And I've known Ronald now for three years, and I've talked to him about all the different things going on. Um, 
what I believe is the only way forward is forgiveness, compassion, empathy, unconditional love for all of our own ignorances first. And then secondly, all the people that were duped because at the end of the day, even if you were to tell them the truth because of these, what I would call assholes who run six major corporations called the media, um, they've all controlled these people through pedophilia and blackmail, and they're going to move the authoritarian energy that has been summoned and reaped into artificial intelligence for the fact that all of our institutions and all of the people running these institutions are no longer to be trusted. Artificial intelligence will solve that. It will be presented as a solution to this time to sedate the public. Once the crimes have been revealed, people go to jail. Enough for one of us, it enough is for on, two folks. of us. It is on. It is on. Bit baggy his version though, wasn't it? Mine was a bit more concise. Yeah, I, and then like that's that's sort of the circular conversations that just they irk me on this show. It's like, yes, we get it. Intergalactic pedophiles all blackmailing each other. No, I don't think they're going to jail. No. Uh, let's uh, let's see what what uh, Chris here has to say about this second clip. So how about that second clip, right? That was a pretty good clip, right, guys? Yeah. Big time wow. <laughs> Much wow. Yeah. Are you wow? I thought it was quite good. <laughs> Are you wowing yet, son? <laughs> it gave me one of these. Ooh. <laughs> Th- thought I might clip it myself, but I figured one of you would do it. It's knocking futs. <laughs> uh, let's see. So intro into third clip. This last clip is optional because it's a good five minutes, but uh, I think it speaks for itself. <sighs> It's pretty interesting. Graham from Crimerica kind of pushing back against the old like, oh, oh things nice. are looking up. Things are looking okay, people. Uh, we heard this. Graham yeah. lays out, uh, yeah. things are looking pretty shitty. Nice. It's the same as I did. Yep. Yeah, the it's extended version. five minutes and 24 seconds. Uh, maybe we can put it at the end of out, but I, I, I think I might have to go because it's getting late over here. No, we'll, uh, we'll wrap up the show and maybe I can edit in post or something. Um... Yeah, we'll do it in post. Well, cool. In post. I like it. Yeah, it's been good hanging out. Hell yeah. Did we yeah. want to uh, smash on the best podcast moment of all time? Oh, oh yeah, let's do, do that. Do we yeah, want to yeah, yeah, table yeah. that? Let's, let's at least take the reigning champ away from what was presented before because I just feel all dirty letting that sit as the best that's ever been. <laughs> we can't have that anymore. <laughs> that's to, right. Well, yeah. Hit us uh, with it. Gavin McGinnis... Uh, Advocating for uh, drunk driving was probably not the best podcast <laughs> moment of all well, time. Well, let's just see what, what could be better, potentially, if anyone could offer. I don't know if there's a challenger out there. Does anyone know if there's one? I, uh, I've, I've got something to throw in the ring. Nice. It comes from the uh, the best podcast in the universe, so I think it's like a real contender. Yeah, I'd get a little annoyed by the stay safe thing, too. Who says stay safe? Everybody. Really? You go to the store. Yeah, they do in California. They do huh. go to the store and then you say, "Okay, well, that was how's business?" Yeah, good. Okay, I'll so long. Stay safe. If it's like be, be well, or like it's just say they just say it constantly. <laughs> okay. Everybody All right. says I, it. I, so clearly, I said it once. Oh, that's now this is bad. So I, I have, I think I have a good retort because this is annoying and we need to stop this. Stay safe. 
So uh, we'll try it out. I've I've received the goods. I say, okay, thank you very much, John. All right, I'm gone. Oh, well, stay safe. Yes, under his eye, and then just walk off. Stay safe under his eye. <laughs> if, if someone says stay safe and you say yes under his eye. You talking about is this some religious thing? No, that's from the uh, Handmaiden's Tale. Oh, I, I never watched that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, clearly a failed attempt here. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. So I would go, okay, let's do it again. This time you do it. Okay. All right. So, okay, I'll see you later, Adam. Yes, okay, John. And hey, stay safe. With Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one a totally lot. Right. I yeah. like it a lot. And it's it's just a good way. To, and also, it spreads the word of the Lord. So it's not a, it's it not, it's well, not a bad it's idea. It's somebody's word, but it's definitely a showstopper. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely a showstopper. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I hadn't considered that. Very nice. Can we offend anybody else, possibly? Surely there's someone we can still offend. Okay, well, let me try another one. Okay. <laughs> this time, I said this, you just say, say, right? Yep. This is the this is one I think may, is maybe better. Okay. All right. Okay, I'll see you later, Adam. All right, stay safe. Go f*** yourself. (laughs) (laughs) What did you have for breakfast? So apologies for the uh, bleeping, but that was the animated No Agenda version. Uh, The lovely Jennifer Buchanan, who who bleeps for, you know. I sometimes I think bleeps are probably funnier than the actual swear words. They give it an extra punch, and it's not like you don't know what he said. It's not like it's unclear what the word under the bleep was. (laughs) Uh, To me, it you know it was right there at the beginning of the pandemic stuff. It 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 has become its own meme. Uh, One of the most heavily used memes, it was was a way of saying fuck you before the let's go Brandon thing. It's a nonpartisan way of sneakily saying fuck you. And uh, it also eventually became uh, Heil Hitler, if you remember (laughs) the addendum. (laughs) So I think that the whole origin stay safe from No Agenda show is easily a contender for best podcast moment of all time. I, I like concur. it. Yeah, I like. I it. think it's better than the uh, legalized drunk driving, and I think it's a unanimous decision. And, all uh, present. Yeah, it it is more clear. I mean, I don't want to look up when Sir Seat Sitter's wife's birthday really is because I don't think I'd really have a way to do that. But you know, it's 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 understandable that he wouldn't show tonight. It's understandable. I'll just say that. Yeah, he didn't need to be present for that. He will return, though. We we understand. Oh, I like it. What's uh, Quiff? You got anything coming up? Any 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 shows or anything that you want to plug? Or actually, sorry, Uh, yeah, um, yeah, just doing AI dot cooking. Gonna try and uh, yeah, do some other stuff. Maybe Smashcast. Gonna get a little bit of a revival. Um, see how we go. I like it. It's exciting. Um, I'm doing a porn addiction. So anyone's got any porn addiction stories, send them my way. I'm at Gwuf at noagendasocial.com. GWFF for the Gwuf part. And Sir Spencer, how about yourself? You and Dame DeLorean got anything planned? 
bowlafterbowl.com. There it is. Token Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Nine oh, yeah. o'clock central. Every Tuesday night, baby. Yeah. Right after DH Unplugged, we launch it. Nice. How long have you been on the No Agenda stream for that? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, the, the first one they played on the stream on the stream was episode 33, like when they added us to the rotation that just plays all the time. But mm-hmm. as far as going live on the stream simultaneously, uh, we've, been, we've been doing it for quite a while, but I can't, I'm not sure off the top of my head. I have to, I'd have to ask my people. Get back if to only me. there was some sort of information library at our fingertips that we could access and <laughs> find know, out right? the relevant information. Just need a query a SQL light database that has all the podcasting information of all time in it. Mm, where is that thing? <gasps> and uh, we don't, uh, I don't think we really have anything super special planned for Monday. It, uh, it'll be another episode of Behind the Schemes and... We'll do that at 7.30, 9.30, 10.30, East Coast, respectively. Um, yeah, I think it'll be a pretty good time. Do uh, do y'all have any other parting shots? I got, I, got for- one, I got one thing to say. Hit me with it. Stay dangerous. That's the one. I don't know. I'll, I might check out some more Union of the Unwanted. There's definitely some some gem moments in there. Just a lot of a lot to chew through to get to them. Live. Well, I've, uh, I've been Booberry Black Knight of the Mothman, and we'll catch you again for episode 16 of Misinformed Nation. Is it just me in here now? Love you guys. Take care. I love you. <laughs> Ta-ta there, retard. <laughs> I was like, don't leave me hanging, man. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't follow proto, buddy. You're done. That is very Satan-y. <laughs> it's nothing but. Hell yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time. You'd love it. They've wanted to take over the world for hundreds of years. Everything that once was is no more. Love everyone and fuck you, motherfuckers. Yeah. If the situation was hopeless or propaganda wouldn't be necessary. The dragon hasn't completely burned out all of its fuel yet. Things will never be okay. This fight will never, ever end. Fuck you, fuck you, you motherfuckers. He has, uh, I think, 69 million subscribers.